0: Welcome back to the Features edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette podcast. I am Jocelyn Murphy, associate editor of What's Up, our entertainment section, and I'm very excited to have two guests in the studio with us today. We have two guests from the National Tour of Waitress, which just opened at the Walton Arts Center on Tuesday, April 9th, depending on when you're listening to this. It opened Tuesday, April 9th, and this is the morning of Wednesday. So the very next morning, we've got Christine Dwyer and Stephen Good with us. And you guys star as Jenna and Dr. Pometer in Waitress. Mm -hmm. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves. uh, Give us a little bit of an introduction to you and how you came onto the show.
1: Cool. Um, I'm Christine Dwyer I played Jenna Henderson. and um, yeah I've been a I was a huge fan of the movie uh, of the same title back in 2007 I think it was released Carrie um, Russell played my part and I was a huge felicity fan for anyone who's out there who, who knows that show um, so yeah I, I played Jenna Henderson. I um, I've been doing theater for what feels like my whole life, but professionally, probably for the last like 12 years. Uh, This is my fourth national tour. Mm -hmm. And my second one with our director, um, Diane Paulus, I came through uh, a bunch of different states and on Finding Neverland, which was another uh, production that she directed. And I sort of became part of this production because of that. Um, She saw me in that and asked if I had ever been in for Jenna Hunderson And I said, no, no one would ever see me for it. And she said, Oh, okay, we're going to bring you in. And here I am. So yeah, that's kind of yeah. my
2: story. Mm. I'm Stephen Good, and I play Dr. Pometer. Um, yeah, I saw it on Broadway. My wife was a huge fan of the, of the show and this, she, she listened to the soundtrack. She's like, Steven, you have to listen to this. Um, and, uh, and yes, yeah, so I saw the show, and then I was on another Broadway show, and I auditioned for this role, and then the opportunity for the tour came up and went in for that just once, and then, yeah, here I am playing this such this, this really fun character, um, which you don't typically get to do as a, as a leading man, to get to play the quirk and the neurosis quite like, like he has, and in the, in the comedy, too. Definitely. Um, yeah, and I remember the, the movie, She the, my character's played by Nathan Fillion, for anyone who's a Firefly fan Oh yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and i remember saying like oh you don't need to see the movie like it's not nothing like and she had seen it in high school when it came out and uh, i was like well i should probably see the movie i've you know I've, I'm, i have the role i'm in the role now so and it's so much like there, there's so many things that have just been taken verbatim from the film and oh, yeah. and really kind of elevated by by sarah's music and in this direction
1: yeah that's cool like if you if you are a fan of the movie yeah. Um, people say certain things and you're like oh that's a song like you know Becky says I didn't plan it and that and she was like that's a song that I can write and so it's cool if you're a fan of the movie um, and a fan of that script it it pulls directly from that there are speeches that are exactly the same and then um, other other speeches and other scenes that have been turned into uh, you know musical moments so it's it's very closely related and and really cool to be a part of it this musical plays out much more like a movie rather than your typical Broadway musical which is very cool
0: yeah yeah I definitely felt that I was at opening night last night and oh my gosh I just incredible incredible I was there with a good friend and we just laughed through the entire thing uh, you know didn't talk through the whole thing but at intermission as soon as the lights came up we we're like, oh my gosh it's so good so good uh, I was completely engaged through every song Um, I don't know if this happens to other people and maybe you shouldn't say this, but sometimes in some musicals, towards the end of a song, my mind kind of begins to wander sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, can happen. And, um, maybe I'm not totally engaged through the end of a scene. Sometimes I was just like hanging on to every word through the show. So good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, We loved it. That's
1: that we, we feel that and everywhere we go and specifically, um, this house and this audience it's kind of it's intimate which is what our show is so it actually plays a lot better here than it does in some of like the bigger houses that we play mm. um and it's it's really nice because the audience is absolutely a character in the show and we actually get to hear the responses in a different way in in a, a theater like this as opposed to some of the other bigger markets that we play that this feels much more like the Broadway theater which is what this musical was obviously based around so yeah. it's
2: kind of like the same size which is nice yeah. it feels really intimate and cool yeah, and every song in this production really does matter mm-hmm. yeah you know, like they um Sarah took particular attention when when crafting these songs and the lyrics to to, to pay attention to the characters and to, to to revealing something more about them through through each song so it's not just a character getting up and singing about how they feel for mm-hmm. you know three and a half minutes in yeah. a beautiful song but it's just how they feel you yeah. know it's it's um it's it's progressing the plot forward it's 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 yeah it's 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 giving you important information that you need as an audience mm-hmm. uh, member so yeah, i can see why yeah <laughs> keep you till the end
0: and um i felt like last night's audience was pretty uh, vocal and engaged—is that pretty typical? Is that you know? Not what you experience. I mean, it
2: happens a lot in our bigger houses. Yeah. But, but in smaller houses like this, we don't necessarily expect. I don't think I expected the, as big of a reaction because we. Mm. It, it, it sort of felt like it's, some some of the scenes felt like when we were in the Fox in Atlanta. Yeah. When it's just like we have literally 4,600 people in uh-huh. the audience who are just like screaming. Like it yeah. felt like a Beatles concert. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There, were, there were points last night where. This little 1200 seat house felt like yeah, it felt
1: like a like a rock concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It was really cool, and and I can I can hear specific people in this um, in this venue, like (laughs) almost to the point where last night it made me laugh in the middle Mm -hmm. of something that I was doing because this guy just like fell out of his chair laughing at one of the jokes, and it almost it it took me out of it in a really lovely way because. I could tell how much he was enjoying it, and and just hearing hearing that, I was like, oh wow, they're like on board, they're yeah. with us throughout this whole thing, and it's really cool to to feel that and be a part of that, especially in such an intimate show. And write it
2: with them too. You know, yeah. You, you can be like, oh, I know what's coming. I know it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going yeah, yeah, to yeah. give it to you. Really. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, going yeah, yeah, to yeah, set yeah. this up really good for you. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um a lot of actors that I talk to um talk about how they will kind of judge an audience early in a show that they've got lines or moments that based on how the audience reacts to that moment, they can kind of tell how they're gonna react to maybe the rest of the show or the rest of the jokes. Do you guys have a couple of moments that you're kind of feeling the audience out like that? I don't know
1: yeah it's I- it's hard with this show because they're because Not a lot of people... I mean, this is the first time that it's toured. So this is the first time that a lot of people have seen this show. So I think it's hard to judge an audience by moments in the show because they're experiencing it generally for the first time. Mm -hmm. Most people in the places that we go haven't made it to New York City to see the Broadway production. So this is the first time they're getting into it and kind of figuring out what it's about. So I try to not judge audiences Mm -hmm. based on certain lines because I feel like they're they're just trying to get on board in in the beginning of our show and honestly they usually do get on board right away in our show because of that first even if kind you of, don't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um they're they're pretty invested, you know, right in the beginning, I think. So mm-hmm. I try to not do that. I mean, there are definitely, you know, some I guess certain like joke lines that that I guess land in different ways in different places, but
2: yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know
1: if I really clock audiences like that in the show.
2: Yeah. I think, especially with openings, it's 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 important not yeah. as a performer to yeah. judge the audience because because uh, honestly, they'll they'll surprise you yeah. with, with where they respond or or where they stuff that they connect to. Because I mean, it's it's a big country. Yeah, <laughs> there's exactly. a lot of different culture. Absolutely, uh, and there's a throughout. lot of
1: different stories in this show. It's not just yeah. about one story. All of the characters have their own struggles that they're going through, and everybody in the audience connects to different people in different ways depending on their experience. Mm-hmm. So I think um, we, we always get the same reaction at the end. Like, yeah. it's always a standing ovation, people are always on their feet, clapping along, crying, laughing, all of yeah. that stuff always happens at the end. So it's hard to, to judge certain things in the beginning because this show has so many peaks and valleys of where it goes and when you're supposed to laugh and when you're supposed to cry and mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it's different for everybody. experiencing it.
2: When I I took over this role from uh, Brian Fankart back in October, and he had put in just like it was because of the type of actor he is, he put in a bunch of bits Mm -hmm. into what he did, which would which would get these these laugh lines. And so I didn't have really have the creatives out with me. So I took all those moments um, and then eventually turned them into these big laugh moments, you know, found them for myself. Um but then I got to work with Diane later on and she was like, No, don't do any of that. Just to, it's so so now I find myself like especially in like the first scene the doctor has is kind of rolling over those those points, even if people do laugh and respond, but just, just keeping the pace up so that they get the exposition of character. Um, which is which is more important really than mm-hmm. than than having them I mean, as good as it feels to just <laughs> to to land these these jokes and, yeah. and have the audience really respond. Um it's it's the storytelling that, that we're really that we're really after. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Um, so we kind of jumped right into it because we've actually done quite a bit of coverage of this show. Uh, so hopefully, people saw our coverage or they've been to the Walton Arts Center's website and they've you know, read about the show. But just a little bit of background. So, Christine, your character Jenna, is the main character, a waitress at a diner, and she is kind of. N- not really in a great place in life, not, you know, kind of in a you know, middle of nowhere diner. And then Stephen, your character, the doctor is her unexpected doctor. She thought she was going in to see someone else and ends up being Stephen. I'm your new doctor or, you know, Dr. Pometer. Um, so that's kind of how your characters meet. Is there anything else we should know about going into the show? If they have not, you know, seen any of our coverage, seen the website, any of that? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think so.
1: Yeah, it's, I, it's right right in the beginning of the show. You find yeah. out that that uh, my character is pregnant and she doesn't want to be. She's in an unhappy, abusive marriage, mm-hmm. um, and that all sounds very dark. But there's so much humor in this show, and it's it's a show about changing your circumstances and that it's never too late to kind of pick yourself up out of a bad situation, um, and depending on, you know, the, the people who are already in your life, your friends who are lifting you up and people that you meet, like, like the doctor kind of it reinvigorates her, her zest for life and, um, for love and, and, and family and all of that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think you need know much more Mm -hmm. than that yeah that's that's kind of that's what it is i don't want
2: to give anything away i want you to go along the ride with us i mean i listen to the soundtrack i think that would would be a treat so that when you come in it's because it's cerebrilla she's a she's a a pop star you know Mm -hmm. she's a rock pop and rock star right um and so you know she writes those kind of tunes and when you go see a pop concert you know you want to be able to sing along or like know them you know know the tunes so Mm -hmm. i would say that that wouldn't spoil anything for you because there's so much more for you Coming, script. yeah, in the script, coming and seeing the show and seeing these songs set up that these songs that you you know may already love are are just so, are so elevated. Yeah, and
1: our our book is written by an Academy Award winning writer who wrote I Am Sam. You mm-hmm. know, so it's um, so you're you're coming into a show that has that um Tony Award winning director, Grammy nominated, you know, se- seven time Grammy or eight time Grammy nominated songwriter. songwriter. I mean, it's it's. Helmed by all of these wonderful, amazing women who have brought this story to life in a way that, um, that I think is so unique and so different from anything else you're going to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's another point that, you know, is, is, uh elevated in a lot of the press is that this show was put together by the first all-female creative team Mm -hmm. in Broadway, or on Broadway, and that's pretty incredible as well, just in the climate that we're living in, Mm -hmm. you know, and... um, there's a lot of women's empowerment you know movements going on right now and so just as a woman going to the theater Mm -hmm. knowing that's behind it was pretty incredible for me just as a viewer what what about for you guys how is that on the creative side
1: I mean, for for me, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you never see the last three bows be women. And our three lead characters are women and we get the Absolutely. last three bows. And it's not a story. There is romance in the story, but it's not a story about romance. Mm-hmm. It's not girl meets boy and that falls in love and everything's great. It's, it is very much true to what actually happens in life. You make mistakes and you fall down and you pick yourself up. And um, And I think that having that all-female creative team in in a story that is centered around women is just, it's really empowering to be a part of. Um, it's really cool to to be a part of this moment in history, and also it opens the doors for other things like this to happen, which I think is the most important thing. The fact that this is the first one in you know, 2000, when, when did it open? 2016. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Women have been at the top of their field for much longer than that and the fact that this is the first one is really cool to be a part of but it opens the door for that to happen so much more and Mm. to see the success of this and to see the success of women coming together and working together and putting a show out like this is really cool to be a part of and also um, empowering other women and future generations to, to do the same which I think is the most important thing about our show.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's very healing, I think, for yeah. our, for our, our our culture right now to have to have women in, in positions of of power like that. Um telling telling these stories uh because uh, honestly this is a it's it, this is though we're, we're talking about the women and the women leads and the women creatives it's a show for men too yeah oh yeah and there's absolutely. so much in there for for us i mean it's a show called the waitress when, when i first when i first heard that i was like oh it's gonna be it's gonna be girly it's gonna have like all this like girl <laughs> stuff and then i went and saw it and had a blast yeah yeah
0: I did feel like none of the characters felt like they were reduced to any, you know, stereotype or they fit, you know, this is the romantic interest and this is the, you know, comedic Mm -hmm. part. And I mean, there were, those existed, (laughs) but they weren't relegated to those (laughs) stereotypes, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's a really good point Um, because I get asked often, you know, is this a show that men will like to go see and you know of course because men and women exist together in the world and we should see each other's stories you know <laughs> like we should we should support each other yeah. isn't that the point like it, I, I i should go see shows about you know men going off to battle in the same way that men should see women struggling through pregnancy like it, that that that's the whole point we should open up conversations where we actually talk to each other about these things as opposed to separating it. And I think that um that yeah, just because we it, it is a show, you know, about women, it it's not solely about women. It's about the men in their lives too and how that affects them in positive or negative ways, you know, regardless. So um I, I think that that yeah, if if there are any men out there who are nervous about seeing the show, you're gonna get everything that you want. And with with women, it's not, you know, it's it's not like a Putting men in their place, sort of musical. It's not like that. It's right. it's just it's about it's about a woman struggling through something without um, romance, kind of taking her out of it necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's she she builds herself up and she figures it out on her own. Um, and and I think that that's kind of important for anyone to see, regardless yeah. of gender.
2: And those are the central stories. But as a man, you're going to come and you're going to see your story told too. Right. You know, like these all all the, all the men in there are going through real things that. You know, they, as, as, as a man, you, you, you go through, you know, mm-hmm, when absolutely. you're, when you're searching for love, when you're searching for acceptance yourself. or yeah. yeah, yeah, purpose and all that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I've got a couple questions I want to wrap up with. Um, I'm not going to call them rapid fire because take your time answering, but maybe rapid fire ish, you know, um, do you have a routine that you stick to on the road to, you know, keep things feeling like normal? I try. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean, I try to work out. I try to eat healthy. I, tr- I try to have some sort of uh, outdoor experience at least once a day, um, which can be very difficult in our line of work and traveling yeah. and all that. But yeah, we—I I think we try to. I—I I try to at least like set up my room, no matter how long I'm there. From there for a month or from there for a week, I try to set up my room in a way that feels like I'll, I'll want to come home to it at mm-hmm. the end. <laughs> for I mean, sure yeah
2: you know. I, mean, I, I have like a strict like physical and um vocal warm-up that i do every day like the exact same every single day i'm performing um yeah I, I try to fill my life with good habits i feel like that's when i'm the happiest when i'm when i'm learning um when i'm growing so i try to read a lot and i try to meditate uh every day and uh exercise and because it's it's you're doing the show eight shows a week you know and it's not it's not it's not easy to sing you know right. or, or or perform you really need your full physical you know presence there so staying healthy is huge too mm-hmm. and i found diet's a big part of that yes so probiotics i found have been really really helpful i've done a lot of this other wellness formulas and stuff but the probiotics have been you gave me some oh yeah did they help yeah okay oh, <laughs> and sleep you know as much as you can get unfortunately uh, yeah. we can sleep in most days like, not not today but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we we appreciate you
0: uh oh. Getting off your schedule to come and talk to us—it's oh, a joy. <laughs> Thanks. What kind of things do you guys like to check out when you're in a new city or a city for the first time?
1: I mean, I'm a big foodie. Food. I love food. food. So yeah. if if there's like a a thing that people are known for, mm. I will go eat it. Yeah. <laughs> like that—that's my main thing. I think probably.
2: Yeah. Or yeah. and
1: and if there's some sort of outdoor experience, if there's hiking, like I know there's a lot of hiking here, which I might do today. Um, any anything like that? Uh, I had. I traveled my dog on the road for a while, but he just left to be back with my fiance, which is really sad. Aww. But it was really, um, it it was fun to kind of find different dog parks and like places that I could bring him off leash and stuff. So, so I I would try to do that. Now I'll be doing it without the dog, but yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Food. food, yeah, <laughs> food. it's fun to run too. I like to run, and um, and that's always such a fun way to explore a city. It's just, like, go get lost, you know? And we have our cell phones these days, so you're never really lost. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you lose your cell phone, then then you are in trouble. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. If you could uh, dig into any other character in the show, regardless of, you know, gender or, you know, their their situation, you know, regardless of any of that, if you could play another character for a night or dig into any other character in the show, who would you want to dig into? Hmm. Or, I don't know. I, don't know. I,
2: I the the scene work with Earl is so good, and he's mm. he's so different than than Pometer. You know, he's like he's, and Earl he's is much Jenna's more husband. like yes. yeah, much more blue collar, animalistic. Um, you know, uh, raw, uh, tortured, in a, in a different way, um, and cruel, very cruel. But but finding where that comes from is really interesting psychologically. The actor in me really gets into that, but then also the the goofball in me. Really wants to do Ogi. But <laughs> yeah. I'm way too huge. Ogi's... is no- t- normally like six one plus, And Ogi's normally like 5'6 minus. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's been... I think that would be so fun. He's just... He's, he's the... Uh, what do you call it, The 11 o'clock number? Yeah. In Act 1 and, and Act mm-hmm. 2. He's just... Uh, he's such a fun little bright light in the show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think... I mean, I always wanted to... I love Dawn. I love the character of Dawn. Mm-hmm. She's kind of the quirky, geeky waitress who's nervous to put um, her, you know, dating profile up online. And um, and I think that would be a really fun character to play. But if if I'm talking about, like, regardless of gender, I honestly love the character of old Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not old enough at all. And obviously, well, I guess, no, they had a woman play it on Broadway, yeah. so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, good. But I, I love that character because he's... He's been through it all. He has his, he, he has made his mistakes and is okay with it. Take It From An Old Man, I think, is one of the best songs in the show. It's so moving and beautiful and really shows you who that guy is. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he's rough around the edges, and yes, he says the wrong thing sometimes because, because he's too, too old at that point to, to change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he says in that song, I, I, I am what I am. But, but I, I, I see you and I believe in you and I want you to be, be better than, than where you are right now. And, and he has such a lovely relationship with the character of Jenna, which is, I mean, it's just, it's just a really cool part. And I, we have such a great actor, um, playing it right now, Richard Klein, who people know from Three's Company. Uh, he played Larry and, um. And he's just so wonderful in the role. And that would be a role that I would love to delve into because yeah. it's – he comes in and out, but he is such an important character to Jenna and such an important person in her life that lifts her up and, you know, kind of becomes a father figure to her in a way that that nobody else does. And I, I, I just really love that part. So, yeah, yeah. I, I would say regardless of gender, which I guess it doesn't matter in the show anymore, I would like to do that. Yeah, someday, maybe like you know, fifty years from now.
2: <laughs> they did at April Fools, they said that uh, Chris Evans was the new is the new Jenna on Broadway. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and what is your favorite kind of pie? Cheesecake
2: is pie, right? Uh, it looks like a pie. Is it?
0: <laughs> hey,
2: what other cake is circular?
0: I get can't they all be circular? Oh yeah, they can. <laughs> like... So I don't know. Maybe you could consider it a pie. Maybe it's a crossover.
2: <laughs> I'll go with lemon
0: meringue. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I can't have cheesecake, lemon meringue. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: my favorite kind of pie, like ever in the world, is my mom's apple pie. I can't eat apple pie anywhere else. Whenever I get it, well, I never, I never order it from a restaurant because I'm always unhappy with it because my mom's apple pie is the best. Yeah. But if I'm going to a restaurant, key lime pie. Yeah. 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 That's that's my jam because I can't eat apple pie anywhere because my mom's is the best.
2: <laughs> What's your favorite pie?
0: My mom makes a pretty good apple pie as well, but um, I think her strawberry pie. She she does the the crust from scratch. It's flaky and yeah, it's my I think that's my favorite. My my mom's strawberry pie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. Waitress is showing at the Walton Arts Center through Sunday. So I hope you guys enjoy your time in Fayetteville with us. And you can check on tickets at the waltonartscenter.org. Thank you so much, Christine Dwyer and Stephen Good for being with us. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, thanks, yeah, for thanks for having us.